Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast, where we forget about yesterday, we don't worry about tomorrow, it's what are we going to do today that's all that matters, because you've only ever had, or will ever have, the fantastic 24 hours a day you're about to embark on. So hopefully, this episode is going to give you some daily dose of wisdom that you can take action on today to improve your life. And remember, all it takes is one day at a time. Good morning, we're back in action with another voice note. Oh, guys, I want to know how many of you listen to these every day? Like how many actually listen on a consistent basis? Because uh, I'd be interested in actually. And hopefully you get something from each voice note. But today, let me just mute my uh, playlist. It's called Steve Jobs Songs Movie Playlist. <laughs> All the songs from the Steve Jobs movie, classic. So today I want to talk about, so like in the last, I say, well, I say, I know, in the last four weeks, um, I've been going to, so I've been going on the website School of Life, looking into all the books, reading all the books, and they had like a, like a therapy section on there. I was like, this is interesting. And it's like, on there was like, look, therapy isn't just for people who are completely broken and just have gone no way out. Therapy should be something you do. Um, like you go to the gym, like a mind gym. I was like, yeah, that's right. And I think I've got some niggles. I've got some things I want to talk about um, and see what's going on. So I've had four sessions now, and this is my realization. And I've spoken to the therapist. She's lovely about it. There is only self-therapy. There is only self-help in a sense because I don't, like she could say anything to me. And if I'm not willing to open up and like understand what she's saying and like get an aha moment, it's not working, is it? It's pointless. Like, I'm not going to get anything from it. So you have to be open to understanding what they're trying to say. And they can help you come to realizations, which then you have to go and work on, right? And I was speaking to her about this. And she's like, you know, you've got the fitness community, I said. And she's like, why do you think this is a success and stuff like that? It's like, well, the community is a huge factor. Like, all the members actually have been willing to open up listen to the advice from the coaches and they've actually been able to be vulnerable to each other and gel, go into WhatsApp groups, become genuinely good mates and be there for each other through life in general. And I think like having that support and, and empathy from the coaches and stuff and folks on the mindset. But I also said like, you know, when I think of like the success of the Octagon and when we started with Book Club and Atomic Habits and stuff, I was like, well, that's one big success because well, you know what I could have done? I said, look, this is what I could have done. I could have just said through posts and voice notes and videos exactly what I said in books like Atomic Habits, The Obstacle is the Way, Chimp Paradox. I could have rehashed it and I could have delivered it to people. They were like, oh, wow, this is awesome. But it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked as effectively because the reason why we do book club and the reason we have, I would suggest everybody read, is because you need to have your own aha moments whilst reading okay, that's the breakthroughs, they've even seen this in, even in Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers, it talks about when you have an aha moment in your brain, you create new neural pathways in the brain, and it ignites um, more like an intense, and like a memory, and you can, you remember these aha moments, and it's actually, it creates new neural pathways and connections when you have these aha moments, and that's why they're so powerful, and I could have just easily you know, I could, we could have easily gone, oh, well, we don't need to bring in uh, Lyle MacDonald, for example. We'll just read his book and share what it says. 
but it's still not as effective as bringing in the author himself to talk about it on a weekly basis. And I know there's a lot of fitness people out there, I'm not gonna name names, some of you will know who I'm on about, um, who have gone in the fitness industry and have basically rehashed what people have said, stole, in a sense, stolen because they haven't credited them, you know, at all, passing off as if this is their work they've done, but it doesn't hit, it doesn't hit the same. It just doesn't hit the same. As I explained this to her, and she's like, 100%. She's like saying this is 100% true. Um, there is, therapy only works when there's those self-realizations, and it's the same with health and fitness. Health and fitness only works if you're willing to help yourself and like take on what we're, and what we're teaching you and come to these aha moments yourself and then act on them. So they, that's how things work. And it, it boils down to that, because I just don't think taking on information and not thing is 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 working it would work for people and this is why if you are trying to if you are trying to help other people and i know it's hard to get somebody to read a book because if they're not readers it's tough but when we do read books like atomic habits and we have our own realizations ourselves and then we come into a group setting and then we share our realizations together that's super powerful very very powerful and if you think about it we didn't, public school, free schooling didn't exist until the late 1800s for the working class. The elites have had it for thousands of years, right? But the majority of people didn't have the ability to read and write until the late 1800s when school was free. So only about 100, what, 140 years ago, say, right? Books were considered before then super super powerful because it was ideas right and people would be sharing ideas people get jailed they were jailing the book the bookstores that were selling books to the working class not because that some of them could read not because of the selling the books because of the sharing ideas they were debating in parliament they were debating in parliament whether they should let the working class learn to read and write because they would get ideas right and the the, the most powerful people in the world they were, they've been able to share these ideas that have been noted down in books. And that's how knowledge has been spread over times and eons. We, we, we've, we wouldn't have the Greek classical works if they didn't survive. And people have been able to talk about the ideas of Stoicism, um, Epicure, Epicurus, uh, you know, Aristotle, all these people. Now, where am I going with this? It's the sharing of ideas that is the magic. Today's world, if before the internet, you could have been reading the book on your own and you would have nobody to speak to about it. And you'd have no one to have these aha moments back and forth after you get them. With our book club, there's 20 to 30 people reading the same book and we're coming, we're talking to each other about it and we're having even more deeper connections with the book. And that is literally, not to use the word because it's been over years, but unprecedented in human history. Because it's never been available to people in a sense because it's just not been the internet has helped it but even before then people have barely been reading and writing and, and sharing ideas for only for like 100 years of working class so what i'm trying to say is the most powerful tool the humans have ever had i think in in learning and sharing knowledge is the creation of books reading and sharing ideas of the books and taking them on and having aha moments and moving from there and that's why i'll refuse to ever not share the books that have influenced us as coaches in, in, in turtle and what we what we where we learn from all the time always sharing what i learn because all of us will have our own unique aha moments from books just because you read the same book as someone 
doesn't mean you know exactly what that book means to someone else. There's so many different aha moments people get from reading books or whatever that you can't just like, say, I'm going to say what the book says because that doesn't work like that. Okay, it doesn't work like that. So to round this up, when it comes to the mind and we the, the therapy, there is only self-therapy. You can only help yourself, even if you have the best psychologist in the world. They can they weave you through the journey and they weave you into ahas. And once you get the ahas, happy days. Health and fitness, we can give you all the information you want, but we still again need to weave you through to get the ahas. Oh macros, really? Can I eat what I can I eat what I want? I'm eating what I want and I'm losing weight. Wow, aha, oh holy shit, this actually works. Oh, training doesn't have to be boring. Like, oh, I'm seeing changes. Oh, community. Then we got the books point. Oh, I don't want to read books. Oh, wow, that is an aha. Like, I got pumped reading that. Like, I literally, sometimes I read something in a book and I literally get pumped. I'm, like, excited. Like, something happens. I just feel exhilarated. I don't know if anyone else gets this, but I'm reading like, oh, my God, that's so good. Like, that is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. That is just phenomenal. And I just love coming to those things. And then you start connecting dots over time. And people have said in book clubs, like we're reading reading Jay Shetty, like, well, a lot of this uh, crosses with Chimp Paradox. It crosses over with Man's Search for Meaning. You start connecting the big world of ideas out there. And then you get even more ahas. How many times am I going to see aha in his voice note? Can someone <laughs> add it up? Um, so the lesson really is uh, that self help is the only help in a sense and once we understand that once we understand that i think we can move forward and make big progress okay no matter what people tell you you're not going to do the work and you're not going to get anywhere unless you do it yourself and collect those ahas go and collect them and put them to work and get as many as you can because the more ahas you get the better you're going to be basically the more intelligent you're going to be, the more aware you're going to be of your own, of your own mind. Um, and I think that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And that is my long answer to her. I basically, you know, probably took all the time up in therapy telling her how, how we do turtle. Um, but yeah, I hope, if I resonate, I don't know. I think it, it resonated with me because I was like, I could literally just waste my time here listening to, to you tell me stuff and, if I'm not going to actively try and understand where you're trying to help t t take me down and realise, because what she does is she never told me the answers. She'd ask more questions, like Socrates did. She'd just ask another follow-up question. And I'd be like, yeah, actually, right, yeah. I get what you say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see it now. I see it. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example. I think maybe it was maybe maybe some of my mother as well talking about like I said we talking about each other's mothers and she's like yeah my mother you know I phone her up and stuff she you know she doesn't tell me she loves me and stuff and I was like yeah yeah my mother doesn't tell me I love loves she doesn't say she loves me like I don't have the the words being said by the family but then we were like we went along we went on this journey we we're like do we need these people to say the words because we know they do right. I was like, aha, mom was like, you know, people, some people just don't have, just the, saying the words isn't them, right? They find it very difficult, but they show it in different ways. My aha mom was not to look at people like that as if they don't love you or they, they don't mean nice. It's just they, they do it in different ways, especially the older generation. They've got different ways of expressing stuff. And the aha for me was that. It's like, 
You can't expect everybody to be the same. Some people easily say that words love you and they're all openly like affectionate and all that stuff. And it's easy for them to be brought up with this. Some people are the opposite, but they try and show in different ways. Um, and the aha in a sense was like, you can easily run with that and go, oh, someone hasn't told me they love me. Uh, and you can use it as a kind of a victim thing. Um, or you can see it for what it is. And it's actually just, they do, they just, don't verbalize it because a lot of communication isn't through uh, words, is it? I think what's the status? I think it's something like 70% of communication is through body language or something like that. Um, but that was one aha moment. Like, just to, it's so simple, but it's, it doesn't have to be complicated. It's like simple little things. Um, so, yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> Whoa. Did I have to say that? Did you know I loved you before saying that? Maybe. Who knows? Um, but I'll leave you on that. I'll leave you on that little uh, teaser. So I'm going to finish this voice note by saying the new dance challenge starts August the 9th. Seven live classes a week. There's a few sessions through the five weeks on stress with Hugh Gilmore and how to live through this post, well, I say post, maybe not pandemic life. Um, there's a training and nutrition Q&A combined Ryan and Dr. P. There is a mindset Q&A. Well, a mindset session every week as well with Dean Leak, and they're going to be themed based on, you know, current events and all that. And there's a mental health slash weekly planning session with Ryan Williams on the Sunday as well. So we're going to be bopping moves. We're going to be learning how to... What are we going to learn? There's so many themes. We're going to learn how to dance, guys. End of. Okay, we're going to learn to dance. And if you're not into dance, okay, this isn't the dance classes you remember from your local leisure centre, right? It's not that, right? These are... You know, these are trainers who have done, they've been one rebel trainers who have been in big dance studios, who have done dance class of hundreds of people. They're people like very experienced to know that whilst learning to dance, uh, whilst dancing is moving and you get good workout, we st it's, st it's still a skill to develop. And that's what we want people to leave with this challenge. It's like, you might not like dancing. You might not, right? You might not like it, but that's because it's a confidence thing. If you were able to bop some moves, I guarantee you'll feel much better in the dancing scenario and the confidence. Most people in the UK don't dance because of the confidence thing. They think they look silly, right? That's why people don't do it. And I think being able to help people get over that, that'd be amazing. And then we just see people doing it. We do a flash mob end at the end of it in London, see what happens. Um, but I do encourage people, open mind, empty the cup, right? Lots of different dance moves. It's going to be a mix of flexibility, balance, dance. Right, there's been research into dancing. Looked at it. There's a, there was a meta analysis, right? Looked at 18 studies on dancing. And in 80% of the studies, 80% of the studies, balance significantly improved. In 89% of the studies, um, cognitive function significantly improved. In all the studies, to, to cut a shot, balance, cognitive function, muscular endurance and strength, um, flexibility, and what else was there? Um, and something else. All of them improved by significant amount when you looked at the studies on dancing people. And the only thing they didn't improve was body composition, so body fat percentage. That's not, that is not surprising because your body fat percentage is only going to drop if your nutrition is on point. You can't out-train a bad diet However, all those amazing benefits dance are going to give us, like some of the workouts, plus a solid nutrition plan through the macros app. You're off to the races, guys. That's an amazing five weeks. And it's summer as well, so happy days. Now, this voice note's gone on for over 15 minutes. I try and keep them below that. But just 
to let you know, we've planned this out because we think it's going to be very beneficial for all of you. Dancing can help you move better, flexibility, and it will aid you in your strength training in the future and training and will aid you in many other forms, especially cognitive function. If we can improve our cognition and our ability to focus and whatever, that's a huge plus, especially when we're on computers these days. So I'll leave you in that. Enjoy your day. Remember, one day at a time. There'll be a new intro and outro tomorrow to some summary tunes. And that's it. Thank you for listening to the One Day at a Time podcast with your host, Scofflia. Hopefully you understood something I said. I hope that some wisdom kind of distilled through into your mind. And I want you to now action it today. I don't want you to think about tomorrow. I don't want you to think about yesterday. I don't want you to think about leaving a review on this podcast. I don't want you to think about going to another website. What I want you to do is as soon as this podcast ends, you will take action and make the most of today. Ground yourself today. Follow the one day at a time philosophy and your life will change.